Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial podcast of the Regina Pats. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is episode one. To the line and it comes out. Curtis Miske, pocket pick Liger. Breakaway shorthanded, shoots and he scores! Austin Liger, his first short in the year! Looks it up to Sinelice to himself on the flip side. Brooks to the offensive zone center for Liger to the goal, shoots and he scores! Austin Liger's got his second short in of the period! The Pats are up ice, Lecession shorthanded to the goal, trying to jam it in and he does! Jake Lecession! Two shorties on one PK! Bradley goes forehead and scores! Oh, what a move to the lane from Matt Bradley and rips it in! All right, everyone, welcome to episode one of Pat's Cast. Today, we are going to be doing a season review of the 1718 season. Chris and I, I think we uh, both agree this was definitely a season of two halves. The first being uh, up until the Christmas break, which was, for lack of a better word, bad. Yeah, it was It was rough. It was rough. We ended. Uh, so December 27th, we had a 16-8-3 and record. Uh, we both agree those, if it's 16-8-3, and you're basically 16-21. and So well below 500. Things were not looking good. Chris, you weren't at this game. December 16th against Lethbridge. It was horrible. That was one of the darkest times of this season I think I'd ever seen. That team had no fight. It was, we got absolutely waxed. I think the only reason people stayed in the stands was it was an autograph night. Uh, And it was actually, I forget who was doing it, but I think it was it was some pretty marquee players. I didn't stick around to get autographs, but I imagine that was a, a pretty tough time for them to face those fans. Um, yeah, I just remember you texting me uh, saying people were leaving the stands with five minutes to go in the second period. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, It was wow. ugly. It was ugly. Uh, I think it was uh, a representation of how people were feeling about the team at that time. I even think back to the first game, that first game in Brandon. I pulled up the score. I just see eight to one, yeah. and I looked at it a little bit closer. I was like, "Pardon me, yeah, we like, got beat eight to one," and I started to think, "Wow, okay, I know it's early, first game, Sam Steele, Maher all out of the out of the picture, but yeah, that's really. that's a rough that's a rough opening night for for the team that's hosting the Memorial Cup this year. You know, you expect well after the year before we were beating teams like that. Yeah, oh yeah, right? that too. Yeah, so, exactly right. But we we re- rebounded. Next game, at home against Brandon, and we did. And then I thought, okay, things, things will be okay. Things didn't get much better. It was, it was a boy. We were sitting there, and we got. This is my first year with season tickets. I mean, our opening day lineup. I'm going to read this to you. So first line: Emil Oxen and Matt Bradley, George King. That's yeah. your first line. Second line: Brady and Buziak, Morisot, Jeff Dewitt. Second line or third line: Robbie Holmes, Wyatt Slobosian, Brian Lochner. That's not a bad line. Third line: Duncan Pierce, Logan Nyhoff, Blight, Bryce Platt. Are starting. I think the offense wasn't horrible at the start of the season. It was the defense was suspect. You have Liam Scholler, Dawson Davidson, Zamula, Jonathan Smart, Owen Williams, and Gavlis. Yeah, a bunch of young guys there at the end. So yeah getting their feet wet to the first yeah. right start of season here. 
And we kept saying, oh, well, you know, Sam Steele, Nick Henry, uh, Mahura. No, they're they're not here. They're coming back. It'll get better. It'll get better. It didn't get terribly better. No. We do. I do want to talk Matt Bradley. Oh, without a doubt. He, he carried the team the first half of the season. Steel didn't look look great after coming back from, um, Anaheim Ducks camp. No. Uh, it took him a while to get going. And then, then he's gone again to world juniors and right. You know, so it was tough. Tough WHL half, first half of the season for him. Right. Definitely. But Matt Bradley, easily MVP of the first half. Yeah. Um, hands down. I don't know where we would have been. I, I We could have been five or six games less in the wins column. Yeah. I think without him. Mm-hmm. Definitely earned the A for, uh, for that first half of the season. So where did this team change? I mean, Matt Bradley came preseason. Yeah, for Medicine was, Hat. It was shortly after last year. Right. Traded Hollett for him. So we got him, a 2018 second round, and a 19 fifth round for Hollett. Yeah, Looking right. back. That's not bad. With pretty the, for decent a, trade. Yeah, for a goalie that hadn't played that much. Yeah. You know, and he, we're, we're doing okay in the goaltender you know, it was yeah. situation now. So yeah. Well, we had Paddock had played a couple games last year as well. So we knew we had a young guy that was capable we just you know you never know with the with the team being so strong you never know how good your goalie really is right but and he stepped in this year and he's played absolutely wonderful this year so they yeah. knew that they had a good goalie there so that's what Hall made was expendable right the next move uh earlier in the season sit away from Kootenai for Jeff DeWitt yeah just uh just getting younger there right right you know looking for not only this year but next year it was a little surprising at first as he Jeff DeWitt had a really good preseason. Yeah. He was leading the team in yeah. goals and points and stuff. And and really you haven't seen production from Sidaway. We hope yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Well he'll you be hope here to. next year. Yeah, he'll be here. Maybe a lateral move, you could call it just getting younger. Then they brought in Flurry. Paid a lot for it. Jonathan Smart, Cole Mir, a second round in the eight, in two thousand eighteen and a sixth round in two thousand nineteen, and then a conditional. Yeah. Quite a bit for a guy that at first we weren't sure about. You know, he's not on. He wasn't on the. He was. He was their captain. So I mean, you're expecting a lot. He wasn't on the world junior radar. I didn't hear much about him that wise. So he wasn't a top tier defenseman. So you're like, oh, we gave up quite a bit for maybe a second tier defenseman. But he's come in and played more excellent. Like he's stabilized. Wasn't that he didn't? He wasn't flashy at the start. No, he's definitely not flashy. No, he's stable and he can. He can move the puck well and he can rush it he doesn't rush it like Mahura does but no. you know he comes in and makes good plays you know plays some solid physical D in his own zone it it took a while for me to kind of see his potential but when it's there it it's there and he is a dominant force excellent player it'd be fantastic to have him back next year probably not yeah with him being signed it, it's most unlikely. unlikely yeah like most of our team yeah I believe this was a little bit early before the trade line trade, trade deadline as well was Jared Legion from Victoria from for Braden Buziak. Yeah, he came I think after the Christmas break. He he's a local guy. He was playing in Victoria. Sounded like his ice time wasn't uh up to his um liking, so it sounded like he didn't want to go back to Victoria, wanted to stay. Sounded closer. like he came with some baggage. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> uh Maybe so why I got him for cheap. 
Yeah, he wanted, I think, maybe wanted to play a little closer to home. So so we flipped Buziak for him. And yeah. I seen some reaction on Twitter from Victoria fans saying, oh, why are we getting rid of this 20-goal score for yeah. Yeah. a third, fourth liner? And But uh, when he's in the lineup, he is good. But he hasn't and wasn't in the lineup consistently for whatever reason. And that's, we, don't know. We, we don't know why, right? Because when he is, he scores goals. Yeah, he's a consistent goal scorer every time he's in the game. You know, he's is it behavior, dressing room clash with the coach? Maybe lack who of knows, right? um, effort. It's, you know, it's too bad. Practice or whatever. But it's you too see, bad. he's got the skill. He has a wicked shot. But so wrapping up, yeah, the first half of the season, not looking good. Thinking, boy, are we even going to make the playoffs? Are we even going to be in? Is it unprecedented for a team that's hosting not if they miss the playoffs, do they even get to play? Right? Like, is it going to be a whole new thing? The CHL is going to have to figure out. There and the media was on them. It was rough. That that December sixteenth game, Rob Vanstone wrote about that. How people were leaving. John Paddock was commenting. They noticed people were leaving the building yeah, in, the, in the, the door in the second period. Yeah, this wasn't after the fifty fifty normal exodus. This is before and it was it was a tough time and then what happened christmas break happened this team came back they made these changes we can start with austin pratt from red deer we gave up 2019 third round pick for him yeah he comes in um some size you know Mm -hmm. paddock said he wants to get tougher like we got pushed around in that uh seattle final last year yeah he wanted a little more size a little more toughness we get Hayek from Saskatoon gave gave up uh, Dawson Davidson, Tristan Robbins, and a 2019 first-round draft pick for Hayek. Yeah, that's expensive, but you can see his skill. You know, he's yeah. another Mahura type, moves the puck well, has excellent shot, runs the power play. Uh, also from Saskatoon, Hebe Kubik gave up a lot here to Tyler Brown, Brian Lochner. 2020 first and second round, 2019 third round, 2021 third round. That's mortgaging your future. Yeah, that's <laughs> some some high end picks. So, but they they really wanted Hebig. Paddock was in love with him. You don't. When you look at this trade, did you think how how similar is it to the package that came from Lethbridge? You have a goalie, some goal scorers. Do you think they were ever in talk with Lethbridge to get Skinner and Estefan? Possibly. You know, like I heard conflicting reports from different people. Some people said, yeah, they were in talks with him or with Lethbridge. And then I heard from another person saying, no, they weren't as maybe interested as we had beaten Skinner two years in a row in the playoffs. So, but you you never know, right? So that's all hearsay out there on the street. Yeah, it just... You know that both teams were selling. We we needed both those things. I I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Being with both teams, Swift Current and us being stuck with that twenty-year-old goalie. That's mm-hmm. a tough spot you're in, right? So, you, you know, after that trade came down, we thought, oh, okay, maybe we're we moved Brown to get rid of the twenty-year-old goalie, and then we move Kubik maybe for somebody else, a nineteen-year-old goalie. Yeah, because the trade. The twenty-year-old trade was Brown for Hebig. Like that—that that was the deal there, right? 
you know, so we have to pick up Kubik because we need a goalie back. Yeah. It wasn't Brown for Kubik. Like, that's, you know, people kind of got caught up. Oh, is Kubik better than Brown? Well, that wasn't the trade. The trade was Brown for Hebig, and Paddock really wanted Hebig, and mm-hmm. we can see why. Absolutely. Like, he has been phenomenal since yeah. he's been here. Totally. Yeah. And then we pick up Hyman from Seattle. Yeah, guy we got to see last year. I kind of made fun of him out there on the ice. He look he does look a little gangly. Uh got to see him a little bit more now that since he joined us. He Yeah, just some size he's a good at home player. Like he he yeah. was never really a a liability out there. No, he looks good out there. We gave up what a seven round or something like and that. No uh no a bit more. Two thousand nineteen second. Oh, a second. And a and Owen Williams. And Owen Williams. Okay, so that Which, was the Puto deal. That was the seventh rounder. Right. So that's the one I want to get to now. Puto from Lethbridge, a nineteen seventh round. Probably the biggest steal. Yeah. Oh, he's out been, of all these trades, he's been really good. He's solid. He's come back to give to up the a pass. seventh. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't really recall him when he was with us the first time around. He's a young guy, and then we traded him to Lethbridge, and then we get him back here, and he's been really solid. I've really liked his game. Absolutely. Um, he he stood out in the playoffs. Yeah. He, he looked fantastic out there. So those are the changes we made. And where did we get? We ended up with a 40-25-6 and six record. We essentially went 24-10 and 10 after the Christmas break. So not even, fact, you know, some of it was without these players. Yeah. I mean, looking back at it, it I didn't realize we were doing that well at the time because every loss was still... I don't know. I think there's just everything was so hyper focused on it, and yeah, any so loss magnified. was so yeah right. with with the Memorial Cup. So any any bad loss or anything was just it seemed maybe worse than it was. Yeah. It wasn't until I was kind of counting these up and I, we went that, and we were keeping the second half of the season. You're keeping pace with Swift Current, uh, and Moose Jaws, sure. right? Like <laughs> so they were they were they were consistently in the top five in the CHL. So you know, like we played them very well down the stretch. Um, and then once the trade the done passes, guys know that they're going to be here. You know, mm-hmm. it's I couldn't imagine what it feels like to be in that room before the trade deadline. Are you going to be here? Are you not? Especially yeah. With, and I remember with, with us having the Memorial Cup, it's it's magnified that much more. Right. You know, other years, yeah, okay, you might get traded, you might not, but it's not that big of a deal. Right. Until this year, where you know we everybody in that room knows that we're hosting the cup, and am I going to be on the team? So, yeah. And Paddock even said that a little bit of pressure's off them now that everybody's, the team is set, the roster's set, and we can just go out and worry about playing hockey and getting better. It was it was fun hockey that second half of the season, going to those games, watching the team start to gel. It took a little while. You know, there were some games you think, oh, boy, they're not getting together. Paddock consists, I mean, he's still, he'll probably always do it with whatever team. He changes the lineup. Every night during the game, like, it, it. yeah. Well, with all those new players, he had to. Last year, he was pretty consistent in the lines, but this year, yeah. With all those new guys, you're always trying something. And when they were down, it was always just like in a blender. Like there was just guys rolling with other guys. You know, he'd start the start the game with certain lines, and then you know, then we're down a goal or two, and then you'd see Steele and Hebig together, and he'd mm-hmm. split up, and so you know, yeah. just trying to get everybody going, right? You know. You got all these games here. Just it's just a warm up, really. These games are just a warm up for the playoffs and the Memorial Cup. It doesn't matter how well we do or how well we don't do, but you know, just trying to find some chemistry, some team chemistry there. 
So wrapping up the season, we have that uh, what was a five or six game road trip during the Alberta. during the Briar. Didn't they win every game? Yeah, they swept on that. Yeah, yeah, right. And come back, uh, play Swift on a home and home. Those games. That that was some of the most intense, crazy hockey I'd ever seen. Yeah, the game here was <laughs> unreal. All the hits, fights. It was really. It was like backyard, no holds barred hockey. Yeah. Like, it, it was a little nuts. It was fun to be at as a fan, but looking back, I, you know, I didn't find that that energy carried over to the playoffs in the same sense. Like, the the intensity did, but it wasn't the same. The physicality wasn't there. Yeah, not quite as much. You know, guys are trying to trying to tone it down. You don't want to take so many penalties, like you see in how many yeah. penalties in that game. And, you know, it was it was controlled energy. Like, right. Right. So rolling into the playoffs, um, we can go on about the format, how much it sucks that we have to play Swift Kern in the first round. It is what it is. It sounds like it's not changing anytime soon. No. Um, Paddock even said they had they had discussions and they're, they're fine with it. So, you know, they they want to build up the local rivalries, the division rivalries, and try to keep the travel down. Right. You know? And now that it's been a few weeks, it was good hockey. Oh yeah, it was a ton of fun yeah. to be at, and and see that first round like that was intense hockey for a first round last year. What I didn't even see the game; it was over before you knew it. Yeah, well, swept Calgary. Yeah, Calgary done yeah, on to the next. Yeah, yeah it was right. Nothing. So, but you know that second round against so apparently was good. Right. So, but. um, we uh, I didn't see the first game listened to a little bit on the radio. Um, sounded like things just weren't bouncing our way. Came back for game two. One game two, right? So you yeah. win game two. You get the you split think, on the road. Okay, we've stolen the home ice advantage. Game three in our barn. That yeah, came just, up flat. Yeah. That game was not good. Not good. Not good. That was, I don't know if that was a turning point, but that was a, an opportunity yeah, to, to seize that series. Yeah, jump out to the lead at home. You know? Yeah. Hopefully yeah. you can get both wins at home and go back yeah. up 3-1. Go back 3-1 and you just yeah. need one more yeah. somewhere along the line. Um, yeah, I, was a little, I was a little down after that game. I was like, Ooh, I don't know if we can do this. I was, yeah, after that I was worried, that's it. Can we keep up? And, and it's not even that much of the series that I'm worried about. It's more like Swift Current's representing a team that either – they're going to be in the Memorial Cup or they're going to be close. Teams are going to be as good as them. And if we get, if we can win, if we only win one game in this series and we get blown out, blown out, Memorial Cup could be ugly. Yeah. And you don't want to get embarrassed on the national stage. You don't want to get embarrassed. You've look, we've went through all these draft picks we've given up. We've mortgaged our future for this team. And yeah, there again, that doubt creeps in. You think, here we go. Like, could get ugly yeah <laughs> people could be walking out you know, even last year right you see team memorial cup teams getting seattle got beat what eight nothing some yeah, games they right didn't, they didn't win a game there they doesn't, they struggled so. doesn't look good but then we put some games together well, right yeah game four you know big win at home yeah and we finally got the offense clicking scored a bunch of goals right yeah in in this series who who didn't show up in your opinion for um, me, it, I mean, Sam Steele, we saw him 
in the last couple games start to kind of do what he can do. But he, in the first few games, he was he was not there. Yeah, he wasn't man. Like, a little inconsistent this year. I don't know if it, not saying that he couldn't handle carrying the team, but, you know, we had such balanced offense last year with two really, really good lines. I don't know if he's just trying to do too much or not, but, I mean, like, they tried to, when they had Hebig with him, they were always looking for each other, and it didn't seem like they were doing enough themselves. And uh, they put split them up, and then, you know, Hebig would play better instead of always trying to look for Steele that he can do his own thing, you mm-hmm. know, use his skill level. But, you know, yeah, he was a little con- inconsistent this year. Who who stood out for you in the playoffs? Puto? He big? Yeah. Um, we were one... He big is one fan shot, I think, away from winning that game in Swift. Yeah, we had bring, this, Yeah, the cross-ice yeah. pass. Yeah. He had <laughs> some net there and... Just mistimed it. Yeah, that maybe I mean, that's Mahura a, was, a, was a little bit of a disappointment. It seemed like, I don't know, the power play wasn't clicking either, and he's the first guy out there. And I would have liked to see maybe Hayek a little more, even down the the stretch, on the first power play unit. But then and then he got hurt. So right, he and that was an another option. thing. Like going into this series, I mean, it's playoffs. You don't get any news. Oh, Max Paddock's hurt. Yeah. Right. Gabriel's hurt. Yeah, and then Oxen's out. In the yeah, last game. right. We just seemed like we couldn't. All this. I mean, the team obviously knew from whatever. I don't know when Paddock got hurt. How early in that week? Yeah, because he played the second last game, the game at home here against Swift Current, and then uh, then he was on the bench for the final game. And Kubik uh-huh. was in his first game back from injury. Right. You know, he has to get some time or get some game action before the playoffs hit and you're thinking okay yeah he needs a game and yeah he'll be backing up because it looks like paddock's hot right now and then i would imagine the plan was to go with paddock the whole way i would think so and then all of a sudden boom kubik starting and we first playoff game and haven't played in how long yeah and then paddock scratched he's not even back yeah he's scratched you got dumba yeah you got a signed just signed a new guy and all of a sudden he's backing up so but that's you know that's what it is that that tests your team your team depth but in the end kubik wasn't no it wasn't the liability a, or no, anything so you know he it, that wasn't what changed this yeah, he definitely didn't lose a series or anything for no. us we no. just just weren't as consistent as we should have been, you know. Like we had some. Well, you know, when once we figured out, stay out of the box. I mean, we're a terrible team for that for the last couple of years. But yeah. once you figure that out, oh, the Swift games went a lot better. Swift Current's power play was so hot; it was just ridiculous. It was they ugly. scored over, over half their goals on the power play yeah. in the series. Yeah. So, and I, I said, Game Seven, if we stay out of the box and win the game, eh, well, we stayed out of the box, but we lost by one. So. That you know that was the only really close good game out of the series though. It was a funny series in that it seemed like one team didn't show up one night. Yeah, it was one or the other team. It was yeah, back and forth. Nobody. That was the only game where both, both teams, teams seemed up. to play yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, game seven, you have Hayek out, Oxenden out, Gabriel's playing, but 
didn't wasn't playing full percentage. He was right. definitely just and, out there, just because we needed. A body. And then, yeah, going back to Legion, did he, he didn't play Game Seven? Did no, he? he was in there. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, it was okay. Him and Nyhoff drew in. Right, Nyhoff gets his first game of this uh, this year. So, so I mean, all in all, did the better team win? Probably at least Game Seven. The better team won. It was such. It was so close. But I mean, we noticed a few mistakes. The one goal, uh, Steenberg, Steenbergen scored. Jake Lasitians coasting in. Uh, Holmes. That was Holmes coasting Holmes? in. Yeah, he didn't back check his card. Right. As he probably could have, and Steenbergen just jumps on that puck and. And, and you get it. yeah, you can't let him. Yeah. I mean, that's how close it was. Either that or the he big. Yeah. No, it wasn't a fan. It was just mistimed. Yeah. And it could have easily been. We could be playing Moose Jaw, and the way that series is going, Moose Jaws, they're beatable. Yeah, they don't uh, don't look as good as we maybe thought they would look. You know, not really watching a ton of them. But mind you, you know, down the stretch, we played right with them. With those three, four games in a row that we did, Yeah, we played well against them, you know, so. So here we are, season's over. We've got... But for they now, have 40, 46 days they had till Memorial Cup. Yeah, so they got they got a week off. Week straight off, straight up, go do whatever you want. Right, head out, head home. You said hike, went home, home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in the injury situation, they released all the information after they did. that. Yeah. yeah, Paddock had a hip issue. Oxen was just out with <coughs> sickness, mm-hmm. and flu, then, uh, and then Hayek. They said whatever concussion, and uh, meanwhile he played the rest of the game that that concussion happened in. Yeah, and he scored a nice goal. And he scored a really nice goal. So, whoever is checking that out, well, that can always come later. You see guys come back, and then it kind of whatever happens happens. Yeah. Right? So, but you know, it, and Paddock said that uh, everybody's going to be fine. Everybody's going to be ready to go for Memorial Cup. It's nothing's going to be long term. So. I mean, the question is, how do you prepare? What do you do? Yeah, that's the question on everybody's mind right now. Um, last last year, Windsor had the same thing, you know, and they got it done. Uh, sounds like they did a bunch of off-ice training. They had some injuries as well. Um, they got healthy, did a bunch of off-ice stuff, really did, really got in shape, you know. There's game shape and then there's like physical shape and it sounds like they really went hard off ice mm-hmm. for a while and then got back on the ice. I mean, know? it's an intense tournament. You got to play, you, you have to play those games hard. You only have yeah. three games. You got to prove it's yourself. It's a tournament. It's yeah. not a seven game series. You yeah. can't take a game off. You can't no. take a period off. No. You know, uh, you lose a game, uh, you might not make that semifinal. Mm-hmm. You can only hope that you make it into a tiebreaker. You know, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a short tournament, so you gotta be on your game from the first puck drop. Here we get the first game, so we gotta be ready to go that Friday night. Absolutely. Um, you know that being said, it's it's been kind of enjoyable watching WHL hockey without the fanatic stress that I go through when my team's in it. We watched, we went to the first game in Moose Jaw. Um, it's fun to watch two good teams and going at it. I mean, that's great hockey. 
um, how many overtime games have they been in now? Uh, following the other league, uh, the other leagues, the other games in the WHL, watching out west. I mean, everyone kind of thinks, oh, whoever wins Mushaw's with current, they're going to be the representative of the dub. But yeah. I mean, you got Everett and Tri Cities. Good teams out there too. Yeah, Tri Cities rolling like uh, sounds like they had some injury problems. They were in the wild card. They moved across. They haven't lost a game yet. And yeah, they've rolled through the BC division. Winner, Kelowna, and then Victoria. Four, eight straight. You got Everett coming with Carter Hart. Yeah. Nothing slows down an offense like a hot goalie. Yeah, and they've got some better better scoring this year. They made a couple trades to get some scores. You know, they're always defensive. Now with a new coach, they still have that defensive strategy. Not strategy, but like they still have that defensive mindset that they're good defensive. But now they got some scores; they can score. You see, they put up quite a few goals against Portland, so you know uh, they're looking pretty decent. So I think that's going to be quite a good matchup in the West. That'd be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Good. So yeah, it's given us some time to look at these teams and prepare some information for you guys. That's hopefully what we'll be doing next. Is uh, Memorial Cup preview. Go over the Pats again. We're going to look at the all the other representatives of the leagues, bringing that to you when uh, all these leagues wrap up in a couple of weeks here. Anything else you want to add? Hit us up on Twitter at WHLPatsCast. Yeah, so we... Some, uh, so some suggestions. and Follow uh, us and get to us. We definitely want fan interaction on this, this podcast. Really, anything you guys want to know, we'll try and bring into this show. Anything else? No, I think that's good, and we'll see you closer to the Memorial Cup. Good. All right, see you guys.